Welcome to another edition of the Five Wise Marks. We've got Nate here. Yep. We've got Andrew in the house. Am I talking loud enough for you? Finally. Thank you. And the newest addition to the team, Lord Aaron Hayes. Cheboygan. <laughs> that is a place. <laughs> in two different states. It, yeah. Yes. Uh, spelled differently. Shockingly. Uh, unfortunately, not a great news day for professional wrestling. We lost Road Warrior Animal this week. Rest in peace. So a big portion of this episode, we're going to be talking about the Road Warriors and their legacy, our experience with them as fans, and five teams that we would like to see the Road Warriors work in some hypothetical universe where you could have peak Road Warriors versus peak whatever tag team that they never wrestled and get them in a ring together. I mean, to me, that would be pretty cool to see some of these teams with them. Uh, but let's kick it off with, I mean, Road Warrior Animal gone, 60 years old. I didn't know he was that young. I think that was more shocking to me than his death that he's 60. Yeah, I mean, he was still working SmackDown in, what, 05? 07, he was the Road Warrior. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't so, know I mean, he was still, I remember he was doing stuff with Heidenreich. Yeah, that was 05, yeah. For a minute, and then, yeah, that he had a... shit. <laughs> you got t- one part of that, right? <laughs> Should have tagged him with Duggan. Oh. The no-sell warriors. <laughs> oh, Duggan is super crazy. USA? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously six years old. His kids retired from the NFL already. Yeah. Uh, I think he played, what, nine years or something? He played a little while. Again? James Laurinaitis. He was a Ram, wasn't he? He was a Ram. He yeah. retired as a Saint, I believe. And a Buckeye. Yeah, eh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> less, less of a, a priority there. Um, Surprised wasn't a Golden Gopher. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. wasn't Wasn't Minnesota proud. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, for for a, a gimmick, they're from Chicago. She should have gone to Northwestern, right? Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Did you hear God that damn it! Did you hear that one? Son of a bitch! Uh, Loudest noise Turner has ever made. Yeah, this is like the uh, Vince McMahon taking off the higher power hood. <laughs> son it of was a me, Nate. Oh, son of a. Uh, I mean, so let's, let's we don't really have a here. ton of structure yeah. here, but like, as a fan, what's what's your history with the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom? Uh, Nate, you want to kick us off? Well, as I put on a previous podcast of five, like five teams or people you want just wanted to see that they drew you in with the spikes, the music, just the aura. Same with same with uh, Paul Ellering too, cutting their promos because Ellering was a damn good promo. Yeah. Just the aura of just two jacked people just coming out and just whipping guys in like 45 seconds. Supposed to be heels, but they get baby face pops. Well, what's the what's the the thing that they always say when you come out of the curtain? It's the Road Warrior pop. It's Road Warrior yeah. pop. Yeah, that's yeah. amongst the boys, that's a thing. Yeah. And that's I mean, and I, I don't think it was really matched again until you get to Austin. Austin, right. Yeah. You get the Austin pop in, in our generation, uh, exactly. us being a little bit younger. Uh, what do you, What about you, Turner? Uh, I look at these guys and I think total gimmick, but in a, in a great way. Like, big bodies in the ring, you know, as a child watching these guys, it's about just being a brute, right? Being a savage. 
bouncing guys around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely the cream of the crop. These guys. Yeah. Larger than life. Ex- that's it. That's it. They- that's exactly it, Nate. Uh, the, the face paint, the shoulder pads, the spiked shoulder pads. It's who didn't want to put the shoulder pads on as an eight-year-old child? Yeah, it was. I want to do it right now. Right, it, even as a thirty-year-old man. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, it gives him PTSD of getting toasted, <laughs> but he still does want to put the shoulder pads on. <laughs> if I had the spikes, I might have had another interception. Yeah, it would have just Maybe. stuck on the ball. Look, looking like LSU secondary out there, <laughs> six hundred yards up. But it, but with these guys, it wasn't about. Uh, Technical prowess with Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels, whatever. It's about just over the top characters. Uh, just they appeal to the eight, nine, ten year old child. Aaron, what do you think? Yeah, I didn't get into them until like '97 when they came back to WWF, and uh, yeah, they were dope. They just popped out. No, that was it. The Road Warrior pop. That's what you got when you seen them. That was that, to me. That was it. You got them in the ring. I was like, yeah, this is cool, but they're not that good, but. They look cool. <laughs> they look badass. You liked them with Sunny. Love them with Sunny. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. Love LOD two thousand. Better uh, than with draws. Yeah, that's <laughs> unfortunately we'll true. Part, part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to me, I I grew up watching the the eighties and early nineties tapes. So like, my initial um, reactions with them was like Survivor Series ninety one. Um, when they wrestled uh, against the Nasties, I want to say, with... Um, no, it wasn't Nasties. It was Natural Disasters and IRS. Natural Disasters and IRS, and they had Bossman. Boss, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yes, Nasties were part of the um, Rockers breakup in that yeah. show. But, uh, like, you'd see them, you'd come out, they had the badass music, you know, oh, what a rush. Yeah, and let's not forget about Hawk and all this, yeah. too, his, um, his, his equal. I mean, and Hawk kind of had, like, the, the, the promo of the group. And well, Tom Hawk, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> tell him, Hawk. Well, I mean, and they would just come out and just pummel everybody. The high impact moves mm-hmm. that you didn't see a lot of other people doing. The kind of stuff they would do, you know. Um, they were doing the press slams and the big power slam and the um, doomsday device. Which I mean, at that time, seeing people come off the top rope in the WWE was really rare. It was revolutionary. I mean, yeah. All you, just I mean, just you the rockers. You, well, you had Savage with the Sav- elbow drop. Yeah. You had rockers. Rockers, but I mean, but would you see Power what, and Glory? But as yeah. a finish, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean Power and Glory. Power had, and Glory. Yeah, had one. yeah, which but was I mean, badass in itself. Yeah, oh, but yeah. then doing the whole like they they were on the first teams in the WWF to have like that finish where both guys really like were into it. I mean, yeah. before that, you pretty much had like the heart attack. And that's about it. Powerplex, yeah, power and that's, yeah, that was really it. That's what made a good tag team too. Like, like anymore, everyone's just—it's two guys. It's, it's a yeah. it's guy A, guy B, and there's yeah. no name. They each have their own finish, their own yeah. theme music, and their theme yeah. music is a mixture of their two yeah. solo themes together. And it's so just so lazy. Yeah, but you never got that with Road Warriors, aka Legion of Doom. You I mean, got, them on their own was a shallow comparison of them together. Exactly. Like yeah, exactly. It, maybe like New Day. No, I'm kidding. Um, I but, mean, yeah, that's the thing. Is like perfect for kids, but also adults like them too. Mass appeal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm unfortunately not super familiar with their their early stuff, but I mean, I've seen some of their stuff from NWA, and they'd come out to fucking Iron Man. Yeah, and they get like three separate pops. Like like so, you'd hear. 
the first part of Iron Man come out, and yep. then you know who it is, right? So they get a huge pop. And then the drums kick in. They get another, another pop. pop. Then and the then they come out. And kick, you know, kicks in. And then they come out. Yeah, and then they get boom. like three separate pops. And who has that? Yeah. And no one's had it since. You know, as much as the warrior, the Road Warriors kind of get this reputation of like, oh, they're Flash, you know, but they weren't really a lot of substance. But you look at some of those matches they had with the Midnights and mm-hmm. the um, Tully and Arn, those were matches. Those were yeah. good matches. Yeah. Uh, they just needed people who can bump and feed for them as baby faces in order to have that great match. You know, they weren't going to have a great match with the natural disaster. Sorry, Nate. No, the, no. <laughs> you know, this, it, it wasn't going to be great with Beverly's. I mean, it could have been. But as Jr. would say, it they're all sizzle and no steak. But the Warriors had some steak. Yeah, a little bit of steak. Yeah, but, two dollars steak. But but what I'm saying, it, it, better than it that. didn't really matter though. Yeah. It, uh, with the Road Warriors. No. I mean, they were like a nice sirloin steak, but if you put it in the wrong chef's hands, it's going to be garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like Nate's hands. Yeah, you don't exactly. give it to Nate. You overcooked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Toast. <laughs> Toast steak. Um, but, I mean, is there another team, if you're a pair of uh, jobbers in the NWA and you're getting called in to, to take some pins, is there another team you'd less likely to want to be yeah. in the ring with? Maybe the Steiners. Yeah, I would say maybe the Steiners. When, and... When they hit WCW in 96, it was Road Warriors, Steiners, Nasties, and Public Enemy. Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. And, and Sting and Luger. And Ming and Barb. Yeah. That's so, a good tag division. So you got a good yeah. division. I don't know how everyone feels about the Nasties and or Public Enemy. They're good job teams, I guess. They're good but, mid-card but they got teams. Name, they got notoriety to them. Yeah, they're teams that best used to put somebody else over. Yeah. Like LOD and yeah. Steiners. Who are two big fucking brute teams, and watching those two guys or those, those two teams wrestle was, was like, it was like coming, pal. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if we're gonna name off what what would be a, a, a like a particularly memorable or favorite match uh, of the Road Warriors that you would have? Anything they did with Bulldog and Owen, I always thought was cool. Okay. Yeah. Bulldog and Owen definitely. I mean, Owen bumping yeah, for them. They had some good matches. What about like July '97? The okay. um, Canadian Stampede. Canadian Stampede. Yep. The, I That's mean, that I was, was pr- probably one that I would say is on our Five Wise Marks personal five star list. Exactly. Canadian yeah. Stampede match. Yes. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure at least two of us mentioned that when we had our five star match list. Yeah. Uh, to me, I, I think back to uh, War Games. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The one they had. I believe it was in Miami for Great American Bash Tour. It was the one that got recorded. And uh, where they did uh, Horseman and Dylan and JJ versus um, Dusty, Road Warriors, Ellering, and who was the other guy? Was it Magnum or was it Nikita? Was, was it, I was thinking Nikita would have turned face by then. I think it might have been Nikita. Because if it was 87, it I think it was after. Magnum. I think it was after Magnum's accident. Uh, I, think I think it was, it was Nikita. Was probably Nikita. Um, or maybe a Luger. But I think Luger was already healed by then. I'm not sure. But yeah. Uh, I mean, I look back to those. They also had a hell of a War Games match in 89 that we watched last time I was over. Which was uh, Road Warriors and uh, Midnight's. For Road Warriors, Midnights, and Doctor Death yeah. versus Fabulous Freebirds with the Samoans, yeah, um, and Paulie on the outside. That was a hell of a match. I think it's one of the more underrated yeah, we did yeah. War Games yeah, yeah. matches. 
and they had like the cool uh, they had the finish, but then they did the trap spot where they uh, were ambushing um, Animal in the ring after, which was really cool. But I mean, these guys had some matches. I mean, they weren't going to have you know your your wrestling clinics. It wasn't going to be. Uh, but it wasn't about that. Yeah, it wasn't. No. It wasn't dynamite and tiger mask, but it didn't need to be. It was just. It's a different taste for different folks. Especially when you consider on some of these cards, the main event's going to be Flair versus whoever in a good match. Yeah, you got Flair Wyndham or something. Yeah, you know you have Flair kind of getting that part done, or you have the Rock and Rolls and Midnight's taking that part of the card, that that working part of the card. So you just need somebody that can really get the crowd going. And even yeah. on the Fed side too, you would have Hogan or Savage. Like yeah, I mean Hogan working that rec- wrestling clinic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chain wrestling. <laughs> Yes, Hogan slaughtering that chain wrestling clinic there. Yeah. But the point is still is they're a, a feature in the beginning or the mid part of the card. They're a draw. And, and it works. Oh, yeah. It's, it they're keeps, absolutely It keeps a draw. you invested, you know, halfway through. You're not going anywhere because you got these guys, and then you still got Hogan or Flair, depending on the Fed that you're in. Yeah. Still coming up. So. Or Vern Gagne. <laughs> right, or Vern Gagne. Yeah. Um, and then we have the. I, I think it's kind of one of the bigger missed opportunities in wrestling. It was kind of two ships passing in the night. But it's something, as like fans, as little kids, we all wanted to see the NWA Road Warriors versus the WWF Demolition. Yes. Right. And we were watching some of the matches, and unfortunately, Demolition was just not Demolition anymore by the time this feud happened. Because Edie was done. Yeah, Edie was done. Only it wasn't 2020, you know. Like they could have done a one of those crappy, what are those things? They make a movie now on their, on their oh yeah. They could have yeah. made it into oh, a movie. A could have cinematic match. Yeah, yeah, cinematic match. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Well, they got good production. Maybe they could still put something in the in the works. You know, yeah. just don't I have mean, so many goddamn camera cuts. They can make it like a Mad Max vibe, you know. Well, that's that's you know you want to go back to when they got formed. Like that was the impetus of the Road Warriors was. Those Mel Gibson Mad Max movies, it's yeah, the split yeah. shoulder pads, the, the the face paint, the just the whole vibe, the gimmick of it all is it's geared back to those early on yeah, Mel Gibson that, movies, that post-apocalyptic yeah. setting, you know, of and these... it worked like because who had that before them? And I, maybe somebody did, but I don't know. But if somebody did, they didn't do it as well anyway. So it would have been somebody in the late seventies. I mean, well, I'm saying, I can't even recall anybody doing face paint before them. At least not in my personal yeah. recollection. But, so, I mean, to me, yeah, so, they really so, broke. So then you have that, too. Is And yeah. then you get the clone teams based off that. You get the Powers of Pain, yep. the Demolitions. Demolitions. Um, I would consider Ultimate Warrior was definitely influenced by the Road Warriors. Sting. I mean, Sting. he was paired with them. Like, don't you think, oh, he has, he has a painted face. Let's put him with. Yeah. He's, he's not a, a great worker, but but, but he, he's but the, flash. The, the power and paint thing. Right. I mean, Warrior was definitely who, as a kid who didn't want to. You wanted to paint your face for Halloween or and be the Road Warriors. And be, exactly. Yeah. Who didn't Who didn't want that? I mean, every time I would play uh, Super WrestleMania on the Super Nintendo, oh, I wanted yeah. to be the Road Warriors because and that's all I, that didn't you want to. I always wanted to be Hogan and Road Warriors versus the the bad guys. So right. Yeah. The DiBiases and. Uh, Sean. Yeah, uh, Sean wasn't on this one quite yet, but... Um, IRS Yeah, because this something. was like 1990. Uh, 91, probably. Something like Perfect. perfect. Yeah, Perfect would have been there. Brutus. Uh, yeah. 
His face was Undertaker. Oh. Undertaker was one of the, the, the heels. Yes, yes, yes. And, I mean, you had basically ten years of tag teams that wanted to be the Road Warriors. That, I mean, very blatantly copied the Road Warriors and, and their gimmick. And to this day, when you talk about the best tag teams in the world across any promotion... These guys are always brought up. They're always in the conversation. Always. Yes. Top five, top three. When it comes to draws, they're the measuring mm-hmm. stick. They're, Absolutely. Yeah. Despite never really having like a long continued run with one promotion, especially after they left Crockett in eighty nine. Yeah. You know. But they, wherever they went, short or long though, or, or it, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Huge deal. I just think they wanted to work Japan a lot more. Yeah. We never even touched how over they were in Japan. I mean, they we were. We can't really speak to it a whole lot. No, but, but they were. But they were always there, and they were always getting those huge pushes. Yeah. And who works harder and stiffer than Japanese wrestlers? That's yeah. probably what they really wanted, anyway. You can get the glitz and the glamour uh, the, on the North American side. You do get that hard nosed, tough, stiff style. So strong, so stiff. So strong, so yeah, on, yeah. on the Japan side. Yeah. So they got a good flavor of both. Absolutely. And they had the. The look, I mean, it works no matter where you are. You don't yeah. need to have a translation for that look. I mean, that's badass in any language. Yeah, talk about their haircuts. If you, uh, They had a Dark Side of the Ring episode, which we had touched on months prior, which I never knew about this part. Um, Hawk wanted to do their hair, right? So Hawk has, like, two mohawks on the side, but he's bald, has a bald stripe in the middle. Yeah. And Animal is essentially the opposite. Yeah. And hit Hawk's thinking was if you combine their heads, it was it's one, one full head of hair. Yeah, I mean, who would really think about that? Like no one, literally, no one thought. No of that. one, but but yeah, it's in some weird way it works. Like that's just their weird dynamic. Yeah, and uh, and I mean, no wonder he always wore do rags when he wasn't. When he wasn't yeah. working. Can you imagine sitting down at like a Shoney's or like a Waffle House <laughs> and you see these motherfuckers over there yeah. to your left, like? Uh, yeah, James's graduation. Yeah, <laughs> with the yeah, with the you know the face paint peeling off. <laughs> what do you want for breakfast, Hawk? Well, well, I'm gonna need the the farmer's breakfast. <laughs> well, well, extra meat. The Shoney's special yeah. ham cubes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got a team that like you just look at them and you know business is about to pick up. In my opinion. And uh, I just wanted to add on to it with, with Animal. No one knew, like, was it just natural causes? Because no one knew he was sick or no anything like that. Anything. Like, All I heard was just natural causes. That's I what I heard, hear. too. Yeah. Which is... I heard they're still looking into it. Like, yeah. No one knows really. Yet. I mean, unfortunately, I hate to bring it up in this, but while he wasn't as big into alcohol and recreational drugs, right. I mean, he was taking steroids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, for a long period of time. You don't get that type of body... That they had not take with, steroids. Yeah. Well, he was a power lifter before he got into the ring. Yes. So. And so you got to think maybe there was heart damage done yeah. from carrying that. And it's too bad because while we're shocked, we're really not. Unfortunately, this is wrestling. Considering yeah. the business he came from and the part of the country he came from, too. You know, uh, with, with Minnesota. The Minnesota a, wrestlers. Especially. Um, yeah. A ton of great talent up there. Big bodies, technical bodies up there with Brad Riggins and uh, Eddie Especially Sharkey. that 80s group. Yeah. And you got... 
Rude, uh, perfect. Rude, perfect. X Pac. Yeah. Who's shockingly still alive? You have yeah. uh, Scott Norton. Is up there. Yep. yep. Nord. Body. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's it's a who's who up there in, in, in uh, Minnesota. But another thing I wanted to mention about Animal is I can never find anyone that has a bad word to say about Animal. In a business that it's about selfishness and greed and money and politics. Uh, I can't find one shoot interview or one off air like interview saying anything bad about Animal. He's such a gracious guy, and that's hard to come by in this business. Yeah, I mean the only thing you would hear is just about the road warriors in general is they don't want to do jobs. But that was any top guy, any and you know yeah. in, in the business. Find me a guy who's on top and doesn't want to do jobs. Yeah. So. And uh, I mean, it's totally it in. In a business where, yeah, everybody's quick to Bob Holly and shooting books yeah. about <laughs> things that may or may not have happened. <laughs> Nobody has a bad story about animal. No. And that goes a long way in this business. And really not very many people have bad stories about Hawk. And if they did, it was just about his, his addictions. Right. Yeah. He, had, he had demons, as they call it, in wrestling. Yeah. So, But then you don't ever hear about, like, Hawk was such a dick. You know, it's just you don't hear you don't about hear that. You don't hear it. Um because the jobbers were dead, are dead now. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, anybody that that, that, <laughs> that jobbed out to them. Uh, Let's find those guys in '88. Rest in peace, yeah. the Malkies. Yeah, the Malkies. George South, I'm sure, took a couple <laughs> of Tuesday devices in his time. Uh, yeah, they would just find these random like Georgia jobbers to bring into Atlanta TV tapings, and whew. here's your exposure. Yeah, yeah. Here comes a young Bob Holly, maybe in '89. Uh, yeah, Steve Blackman. Before he was Hollywood, Bob Hobby, Holly. Yeah, oh, he was. God. He was race car. <laughs> Sparky <Yeah>. Robert <laughs> Howard. <laughs> but anything else we want to add on to the uh, the death of Joe Laurinaitis? Well, oh, did did anyone know that his brother? Not until way later in life did I know that he was Johnny Ace's related brother. to Johnny. Ace. And I had no yeah. idea. They don't sound alike. They don't look alike. No. I mean, absolutely nothing in common. They don't wrestle alike. Nothing in common. Yeah. John Laurinaitis looks like the elf from, uh, what's that, uh, reindeer movie with the red nose. Oh, Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that old reindeer gimmick. <laughs> he mean, looks like he's about to go he looks become like, a dentist instead yeah. of an elf. And such irony, too, because nobody likes Johnny Ace. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Everyone has a shit story on Johnny Ace. He was, he took over JR in talent relations. Yep. There was no more communication. Corny left OVW. No, like, everyone had to wear suits and ties. Yeah, no one had to. Him, we wouldn't have thank you, fuck you, bye. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, Johnny Ace, not so hot. Everyone loves Joe. But, I mean, if we're looking in the pantheon of great tag teams, you've got the Road Warriors on one side. Oh, I see what you're going <laughs> You've got <laughs> two dudes with attitude. No, I'm sorry. The dynamic, the dynamic, dynamic dudes. dudes. Yeah. The dynamic dudes on Him the other Shane hand. Douglas. Shane oh. Douglas. And, I mean, riding the, the motor or the motorcycles. Got it. You have the uh, Road Warriors with their motorcycles. Yeah. And you have the dynamic dudes with their skateboards, brah. Yeah. I mean, well, they're that, the, the team of the that, 90s, yeah. right? I bet I Joe, thought that was Techno Team 2000. I bet Joe. They're the team of the 2000s. <laughs> He, I bet Joe Laurinaitis, aka Animal, had he wanted, he told his brother Johnny, "If you're gonna get in this business, do not associate with me, Calabunga yeah. dude. You fucking ninja turtle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we don't know each other yeah, with Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy. <laughs> but then, I mean, 
John Johnny Ace did have a, a Japan career though. Yeah, he, he had a huge. Yeah, he he was close with Giant Baba. Yeah, yeah. we wouldn't have the Stone Cold Stunner if it wasn't for Johnny Ace. Yeah, <laughs> RKO true. out of nowhere. Yeah, Ace Crusher out, out of nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Good call. I think Michael Hayes showed him that too, right? Knives, knives. It's just too bad uh, losing Animal. It's, it, it's a shock. It's not, but it is because he's such a good guy and he wasn't a drug user. And we just hadn't heard anything about him potentially struggling. Yeah, we, and like I said, we just saw him on Dark Side of the Ring Looking six behind. months ago. Like, yeah. It was his idea to pitch that Hawk, their story, but basically a Hawk story. Yeah. With him and Paul intertwined in it. Um, I think that was probably recorded, what, a year ago? Yeah, that sounds about right. It's just, it's too bad, man, because he was one of the good ones. Absolutely. And it just, unfortunately, in this wrestling business, just a lot of people don't make it to old age. They don't. What did Piper say back in the, one of those old interviews? I ain't going to make it to so and so age. Yeah. And he didn't. Unfortunately, that, not. We lost him five years ago. It's just. It's a hard business to even like grow up and watch. Even not in it, like you lose. See you later. <laughs> we had a fifth. Yeah, um, for a second. You lose all your childhood heroes. Like animals won. Like warrior savage gone. You, you can. There's a litany of people that you just love growing up, and they're gone. You're. you're how many times did we talk about? Oh, look at this picture, and four out of five people are gone. Yeah. Like, three out of six people are gone. Fink's gone. Gene's gone. Bobby's gone. Yeah. You know, Savage, Warrior. Now you're just looking Harley. at the ring. Yeah, yeah. Harley. Hennig. Hennig. It's just... <laughs> but somehow, Rick Warrior's still alive. Y- yeah. And Hulk Hogan. I don't know how, but... Ric Flair will never die. It's I him mean... and Keith Richards. <laughs> yeah, at this yeah, point. Two peas in the pot, those guys are. Yeah. I think he's just drank so much that he's, like, pickled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is fermented. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to, you know, sit here and, and, and just kind of keep talking in circles, but when you got later into their careers, um, you got into the storyline in the WWF uh, bringing Hawks problems to the public. Yeah. And what, what do we want to say about that? This is what I'll say, and... What I know now is, is it, it was a Vince Russo production. It was a Vince Russo idea, absolutely. But not to defend the guy, but... Fuck you, Russo. But something that I, I, I can remember is him on top of that Titantron with God. Jaws, and he got pushed off, and they had the silhouette through the, through the big screen. Mm. I mean, it's memorable as a nine-year-old, but... It was back, terrifying. Terrifying. That's right. what it was. I was like, they just... Fucking killed one of my favorite wrestlers. But Ugh. they that's when they started doing that. Like they did it with Scott Hall and that like yeah. everything's real, right? Everything's up and, front in your face. And Hawk would come out to the ring Stumbling. drunk and they'd lose matches because of it. And did you he fought Draws and Brawl for All. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I believe Draws won. He did. Yeah. So On points. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. That's for a, a job. Another, job. An, another, another Vince Russo creation, the brawl for all. But they never really had a chance post '97 as a team. Yeah, they didn't have Ellering. They gave him Sonny. Sonny went AWOL in summer '98. Well, and Sonny just like as good as Sonny was, unless they were going to make them heal, Sonny didn't have a role. 
She was just kind of there to look She good. did announcing for, like, many matches, if yeah. you remember, like the Royal Rumble 98. Max Mini. Max Mini, yeah. They prefer um, uh, little people. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they, prefer, they, they prefer the terminology dwarf. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go on a quest. I'm sorry. Midgets. Or hobbits. Yeah. Midget dolls. Yeah. But as much as I like that pairing, because i like, oh, here's Sonny, this... Slut. But you like but you like Sunny though growing yes. up, and then you like LOD. So, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, they're paired up, and they're LOD like LOD two thousand. They got a little bit new music. They wore like headgear, right? Yeah, the headgear. They wore was bad. Uh, Animal. I think wore shorts at this yeah. time. I was like, okay, I can kind of get behind it. Like I like Sunny in this, but then the storyline, their, their creative went right to the drain. Yeah. Well, they 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 obviously had the thing with draws, but then there was also the feud uh, a little bit before that. With the New Age Outlaws, where yeah. they were, you know, they shaved uh, part of Hawk's head. And as and much as I, like, like the New Age, I feel like they never really gelled those two teams. No. No. That was a terrible fit. It was a, it was a clash, for sure. And it just made, it made LOD look bad. It made the Road Warriors look bad. Which is too bad. Yeah. And, I mean, they never really, in that last Fed run, really achieved what they could have. Uh, had they stuck around another year, then you could have had programs with an Edge and Christian, or programs with the Hardys, programs with um, the Dudleys, which I do believe they wrestled the Dudleys uh, on a Raw in like 2002 or something. Nate's no, looking at me like a Kane RVD. Kane RVD, okay. Went I, with the Hawk No Cell right before he died. Okay, yeah. I thought they wrestled the Dudleys at some point, but maybe I, not. I think it was 03 with a one shot deal there on Raw. They had a yeah. one shot. Or one of them had, uh, well, no, they did the 03 one shot, but I thought they did another one in 02. I don't think they around did. Around the same time Hennig was back. But I might be wrong on that. No, because I know Animal came back. He was a mystery man right at the end of WCW. Yeah. Well, that's the only one, pal. Yeah, Thailand is wrong. Yeah, that's WCW. Yeah. Fuck WCW. Invasion, motherfucker. Which, I mean, is just another team that, hypothetically, if you're having a WCW invasion, that's a team that probably should have been on the WCW side. Well, they would have been... Uh, Hint. Such a, such spoiler a, alert for when I do a future fantasy booking, WCW Invasion, yeah. in a 10-part <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Just just Mike talking. Yeah, it'll just be me talking for 12 hours straight. Yeah, because you got it down to a science. Yes, as they all know from car rides. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I have every feud booked out from <laughs> WrestleMania to WrestleMania. That's a shoot. And the Road Warriors are in it. <laughs> just saying. They need, they need to be. Yes. Uh, with that said, I mean, we're going to go into a top five uh, dedicated to the Road Warriors. Top five teams you wish the Road Warriors could have worked in their prime. Uh, teams that they didn't work uh, as a team. So, I mean, I've, maybe I'll pencil in the Dudleys uh, as an honorable mention because I didn't have them now just because I thought they may have worked them at one point. But I'll kind of write them in on an honorable mention on my personal list Yeah. Uh, because of that. But let's go ahead and let's start at number five. Uh, we're going to go counterclockwise this time. Nate, go ahead and kick us off. Ooh. How about the Brothers of Destruction? Kane Undertaker. Kane and Undertaker. That Just, that'd be four hosses. Imagine not Chronic, but the Road Warriors. In that in that spot that Chronic yes. had facing yes. Yeah. That would have been a hell of a, hell of a feud. Yeah. The matches, I'm not sure. We'd have to see them, but... But it's something you'd, you'd tune into. It'd be a spectacle. Oh, yeah. And that's, I, that kinda, would, that's half the battle is tuning into it. And that's a draw right there. And then, fuck Stevie Richards, the manager. You bring Paul Ellering in. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. Valorant cutting promos oh, on yeah, Taker you don't, like, you don't like Stevie Richards? He'll show you. You'll see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll censor your titties. <laughs> All right, Turner, what do you got? I got, uh, number five, I got the Acolytes. Okay. I think, talk about big brute bruisers. Farouk and Bradshaw and Hawk and Animal. Maybe they have probably. I know they have worked each other before in various states and various promotions. Yeah, yeah I mean, you probably. I'm sure you had a Doom Road Warriors yeah, at some point. But you know where I'm yeah. getting now when I say Acolytes AP. So would it be Justin Hawk Bradshaw? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, and, uh, and, and Gladiator Farouk. Farouk Assad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Farouk the Animal Assad. <laughs> you imagine uh, LOD and then like a. Cigar smoking JBL and damn Ron Simmons going at it. I mean, I'd be tuning into that. Spoiler alert for my invasion storyline. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a prominent feud. <laughs> That'd be just stiff as fuck. That's an eight on the priest. You're stiff right now. You can see it. <laughs> kind of. But you're really small. <laughs> Lord Aaron here. Yeah. Lord Aaron Sassafras. Rod Trongard. The Lord Aaron Hayes. I'm going to do the. The brood, so I'm gonna have a gang grill on the outside against LOD, but we're gonna have Paul Elbring on the outside. Do it that way. It's my number five. Okay, I like I'm it. I'm down with that. So you got Edge Christian. Edge Christian. Yeah, the but brood, brood style. Brood style. Yeah, brood but style. brood style. Yeah. I'm okay. down with that. Okay. Um, I'm going a little more modern. I'm going with Nate. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Ooh, hey, I am the number one Red contender, Dra- by the way. <laughs> Red Dragon. Yeah. Uh, just talk about a team that would bump like. Fucking crazy. That's it, too. For the Road Warriors. And, I mean, because to me it's kind of like the matchup they had with Midnight Express. This would be kind of a similar style match. Um, two smaller heels that could really bump and, like, create the movement around them. Take their moves. Make the Road Warriors look like a million bucks. So, number four. Speaking of a small tag team, how about the Motor City Machine Guns? There you go. Uh, they could bump around, like... Bosses, personal favorite team of the podcast. Yes, for unknown reasons. Yeah, for, yeah, for some reason, <laughs> there's no partiality there at all. Yeah, we're definitely 100 percent impartial <laughs> uh, in that regard. What do you got for us, number four? Number four, I got Team Extreme. I'm not sure if they really. Lita I... going to take the Doomsday device. Lita will take the Doomsday device. <laughs> Thong showing and all. Off, off a ladder. Off a ladder. I mean, 2001 style. Yeah, off the ladder. I mean, I know you're not a big personal fan of the Hardy Boys, nope. but but I think you're in the minority in that. So you're a minority. Yeah, you're a minority. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Uh, I, for me, you're a minority. I'm, you're gonna make yourself make a fail. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I just love those two teams, and I wish I had seen the day that they had clashed. So. Aaron, what do you got? Haas and Benjamin. Oh. Haas and Benjamin. Yes. They're basically the modern day Steiners. Is a fucking amazing pick because my number four is Haas and Benjamin. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they talk about a team that resembles the Steiners. Two amateur wrestlers, yep. one from Minnesota, one from Seton Hall, as of course JR would tell you a hundred times every <laughs> Bruce Pritchard would not like you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give their collegiate backgrounds. But yeah, talk about um, a nice technical match. Uh, like they'd be able to to kind of work 
they, body parts. I think they get more than ten minutes out of the Warriors. Absolutely, they oh, could yeah. they could go sixteen and it would be great. Yeah. Especially if you do this when they're like team angle, so you can kind of have Kurt Angle in the feud yep. and then mm-hmm. bring in Ultimate Warriors. There, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> ultimate. It's fantasy, guys. Yeah, or so. or I mean, real, realistically, say it's this two thousand two three SmackDown. You bring in Brock Lesnar as the Road Warriors third. Oh, that'd be cool. Imagine him painted up. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have him Road with the honorary. I mean, dude, dude. Road he, Warrior. He, he Brock. just have his tattoo as his face. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Road Warrior Brock. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can see it. I can see it. I'm just just spitballing ideas here, but yeah, Haas and Benjamin would be high on my list of teams. I'd love to see and work the Road Warriors. Uh, go ahead with your number three. Haas and Benjamin are a little bit higher because they're my number three. Nice. He just didn't have five teams. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, but Haas and Benjamin was right there on top. All right, go yeah. ahead. My number three, uh, going way, way back, Ray Stevens, Pat Patterson. Okay. Ooh. Uh, not not Bachwinkle and Stevens? Oh, we, we can go there, too. <laughs> but you always hear about that team over in the San Francisco uh, territory with Roy Shire. Uh, over like Rover. The San Francisco Treats, I believe that was yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cow Palace, pal. <laughs> uh, and Pat Patterson's still employed, not Gerald Briscoe, <laughs> but Pat Patterson. Uh, you always hear about Ray Stevens, uh, a worker's worker, right? A wrestler's wrestler. Yeah. And Pat Patterson who can get sympathy like no other. Um, I would love to see them match up against LOD, for sure. Definitely one of the like all-time classic teams. Oh, absolutely. Maybe the best tag team of the 70s. Versus potentially what you consider one of the better tag teams of the 80s in the Road Warriors. Mm-hmm. What you got for us? Authors of Pain. They could do something with Paul Ellering. Okay. Yes. What about Paul against Paul? <laughs> what about Paul Ellering on a pole? <laughs> Paul Ellering on a pole fighting for his contract. Shark Cage. Shark Cage. Uh, forklift. No, forklift, yeah. Forklift. I think that would just be awesome. Uh, both were managed by Paul two different times. Be and, perfect. And then you have uh, Rocco backstab the Road Warriors yeah, yeah, and yeah. join with the Alphys. You got one Paul who talks, one Paul who doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, that's fantastic. I mean, the Authors of Pain, definitely uh, Road Warriors-esque with the size right. and the the power, power game. Uh, mine's kind of off the wall, but talk about something in 1988 that would have sold out every building in the country. The Road Warriors versus the Mega Powers. Hogan and Savage. You fucker. Versus (laughs) the Hawk and the Animal. (laughs) I mean, just talk about something that would have, I mean, from an overness, like the crowd would have gone nuts. I mean, the matches may not have been the most technical matches ever. I mean, I'm sure you'd have Savage taking a lot of the bumps, but... Just something I would love to. Have By seen. a lot, you mean all, right? Yeah. Oh, Hogan would have taken that two and Yeah, doesn't work for me, brother. Yeah. Hogan kicking out at two at the Tuesday device. Yeah, of brother. course. Who jobs that match? Just the, the double count out. <laughs> Brawl to the back. I had that. I had that in my in my head. Well, good. But I'm not going to now. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, number number two. Revival. Revival. What do you got to say about that? Well, because they're in that world's greatest tag team kind of spectrum. No, well, that's Haas and Benjamin. You want to get technical with it? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got that same kind of. Yes. Yeah, the work rate style. So I think it'd be very. Not as good as world's greatest tag team, but it'd be up there. In the... So that's why you put them higher on your list. Got it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. That's called reverse psychology, pal. <laughs> My we're at number two. Yes, 
My number two is Cesaro and TJ Kidd. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, or, uh, Tyson. Tyson Kidd. Kidd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they had a what a short couple years run in 13, 14. Yes. Uh, Joe came in in fifteen and busted his neck. But we had we went to that Raw in fourteen in December and they worked that dark. It was I mean, you don't even have to be in person to know what kind of workers Cesaro and TJ are. But match that up with LOD again. It's like who can bump for these guys? Yeah. In the end, really, maybe not Cesaro so much. But he can bump. Cesaro can go. But we all know what kind of match that would be, and I think TJ and Cesaro would be just a perfect fit for LOD. Yeah. What do you got for number two? Um, I don't know how good the match would be, but I would be curious to see Hollywood Blondes take on LOD. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. That's a hell of an good idea. Call. I totally forgot them. That's Lord a great yes. one. It's just, I, yeah. The entrance right there, that's what I just thought of that. But I, I don't, Son I don't of know a bitch. They, that's a good one. I don't know if they would clash. I don't know if they would work. I think uh, They could clash with the champions. Yeah, they would. <laughs> Where I'd want to see it too. <laughs> yeah, it was like 1993. I mean, because they had that hell of a match with uh, Flair and Arn. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, right around that time. Uh, I mean, obviously, the World Warriors were kind of broken up uh, off and on at that time. But that would have been a hell of a time to get I mean, them Austin together. Austin would bump around all day for him. He's like Austin's. Like, oh, so with Pillman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pre neck break. Yeah. I mean, he's, he was still a great bumper, Austin. Was, yeah. No matter he was, what. So. He's a fucking worker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Austin probably the best North American worker. In the mid to late 90s. I would agree with that. Uh, my number two, if Arn and Tully is a great match, what about Arn and Arn? The Revival. <laughs> uh, they're two Arn Andersons, damn it. And I love seeing Arn work the Road Warriors, so I'd love to see the Revival work the Road Warriors. And just guys that could bump and feed for them, guys that could put together a match that made sense around what the Road Warriors do well. And they're kind of the, the throwback to the 80s wrestling tag teams. So who better to work with an 80s wrestling tag team than the throwbacks? Uh, so let's go ahead and numero uno. Spoiled it, Mega Powers. Mega Powers. The, just the draw factor of that. Oh, I You got four guys that could draw how much money? Yeah, I mean, you think about it. I mean, 1988, it, it could be argued that the Road Warriors were one of the top draws in NWA. And clearly, Hogan and Savage were the top draws in the WWF. I think there, there's your top three draws. Potentially, Hogan, Savage, Road Warriors, Flair, and, uh, Flair, and Flair's and, the, in the mix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely an argument to be made about that. Number one, my number one is Edge and Christian. You think you know me? But <laughs> um, I mean, what more is there to say? I, I, they're like the Team Hardys, the Team. Team Extreme there. I just I just like who like I said, who can bump for these guys and who who can make it work and have gimmick matches? Like can you imagine like two thousand one, two thousand two and LOD if they were stuck around, like that Road Warrior pop would have been just fucking through the roof still. Oh, of course. In, in my opinion. Well um, think about the chase because Edge and Christian were comedy heels. Think about the chase. They just they don't get their comeuppance and then they finally get exactly. their comeuppance. Think of that pop when they finally get their hands on them. Yeah, when they finally put and them I in the And I feel like LOD, yeah. like, they would never have to have a gimmick change. Like, yeah. have someone else gimmick change around them oh, and have course. them be the badass and then just pound them to the ground when, it's, when it comes time to that. Absolutely. And then Edge and Christian are uh, great workers in their own right, singles or not. So, Edge yeah. Christian, my number one. My number one? I thought my number two was good. Number one's even better. Legacy. 
Cody Rhodes. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. I, I I will say I was a huge fan of them as a I team. Loved them. Yes. They and, had Randy Orton as their leader. Oh, and well, I, I think a match that often gets overlooked in the history of Hell in a Cell is their yes. Hell in a Cell versus Sean and Triple H. Yep. To me, that was a fucking banger of a match. Imagine another Hell in a Cell match with these with the LOD. That'd be perfect. It's just a shame that DiBiase Jr. never got to the level we thought he probably yeah. should. But did he? But did he want it though? I mean, maybe not. He didn't want the brass ring. He didn't grab the brass he ring. Yeah. He didn't <laughs> shatter glass ceilings. Yeah. He should have just went and created his own promotion. I mean, obviously, yeah. that's the only way to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one out of two ain't bad. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so, you all had some great ones, but none of those oh, here we go. were matches that would break the star rating scale. Uh-oh. None of them would. So, in the Tokyo Dome... <laughs> this is a match that I would love to see. Against Meltzer and Keller? Um, Meltzer and Alvarez. Dave Meltzer would lose his mind in this match. This would be the greatest match in the history of wrestling in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> but it is with Matt Jackson, <laughs> Nick, Nick Jackson, and Kenny Omega in a oh. handicap match. The Elite versus the Road Warriors. Yeah. And I'm saying this not because I would love to see this as a technical wrestling classic that gets eight stars. Yeah. I'm saying this because the Road Warriors would absolutely murder the three of <laughs> yeah. them. They, yes. they would treat them like the Mulkey Brothers yeah. in Japan, yeah. and they would permanently ruin them in the minds of fans everywhere. And still get five stars. Yeah, and yeah. still get five stars. Come on. And they would take those jokes of middle school looking children and toss them around the ring like, like you tossed off. around your little beat em up buddy as a kid. Yeah. Your little ultimate warrior pillow buddy that we all had. And Ragged I would off. just love to see, I said it many times, I would love to see old school wrestling badasses get their hands on these little fucking pricks. And just destroy them. Is this your way to just talk about the Young Bucks? You like them so much? Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge fan. What about Brandy Rhodes? <laughs> At ringside. Yeah. She you know, her, her action figure is rare already. Oh. Do you know it's super rare? Yeah. It's, super it's a collectible rare. already. It just came out this year, though. Of course. It's only I, like so many in existence. I'm, I'm selling it for $1,000 on eBay right now. Melter bought seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that... It's a match I, I would love to see just for the sheer fact that I would love to see those three just get... They would try to do, like, their flippity-dippity bullshit, and it would just get all get no-sold, and then they would just club them upside the head. All right, so I got a scenario for you. Okay. We're backstage at whatever whatever promotion you want it to be at. Young Bucks come up to uh, Road Warriors. What are we doing tonight? Take it away. You're going to do what the fuck we tell you to do. <laughs> hey, why, hey, well, we're kicking your ass. Hey, Hawk, why don't you like take a, a super kick party a few times? Ah, we'll call it in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, can, can, can you take a melter driver from us? An indie the, taker? What the fuck is that? <laughs> well? Um, yeah, no, well, what would happen is they would say, you're going 30 seconds, and you're taking our finish. <laughs> That's what's happening. Like, we're going to... Old Jackson's on 
animal shoulders close no. We're going to clothesline you. We're going to power slam you. We're going to press slam you. Remember Acolyte's Public Enemy of Sunday Night Heat? Yeah. Worse than that. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to you're going to take our finish and when you take our finish you're being carried out on a stretcher. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's going to be a stretcher job cuz it's going to be for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when Hawk comes off the top and Animal flips him back, he's literally just going to just chuck dunk on, your on your head. Yeah. He's not even fully flipping, he's just going to fall back yeah. and hold on to his legs. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so this has been our, our tribute to the Road Warriors and I just it it sucks, man. Yes. One of the worst things about wrestling is all your favorites die way too young. And it happens monthly. Like what we had Howard yeah. Finkel a few months ago. We yeah. had um Harley Race last year. We had Yeah. Brian I mean our you know, we had a couple of deaths on the same day. We had uh Mean Gene. Mean Gene, uh Brian Christopher and we had um uh, Nikolai Volkov on the same day. Yeah. Just Neidhart, Neidhart, that was out of the blue too. It's and they just unfortunately it's never ending. But yeah, the the commonality we had Kamala Kamala, two months ago, and the one of the things that's unfortunate is like when you hear about like a famous football or basketball player dying, it's like age eighty five, yeah, and then it's like a press roster, it's age sixty, which is actually kind of on the older side, forty five, yeah, for that generation, unfortunately. Because you lose people like Guerrero and Benoit and Perfect and Bossman and it's like Bulldog. God. Late thirties, early forties. Owen, for whatever reason, way too soon, man. It just breaks your heart every time you hear about it. Yeah. yeah That's basically his dick hard. He'd have been. He'd still be here. Who's that? Rude. If he could just get his dick hard. He'd still oh be here. well, yeah. Rick Rude too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what sucks about that death is. They never acknowledged it on WWF television. No, because he because no, he was a WCW double cross. Guy. Yeah, he, he he fucked him. He appeared on both shows in the same night. Yeah, and he was training for a comeback. Yeah, which yeah. then you could have seen him with a whole new generation of wrestlers, which would have been great, right? Because when, when did that back? Um, ninety four. Ninety four in Japan. It was right before Rude Vader. Yeah, it was supposed to be. He was Slammer working Sting, though, right? Yeah, 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 the, the, the weird uh, the ring setup. Yep. Yeah. The, uh, With the stage and the outside. Yeah. Which is, oh, he had the Lloyds of London. He still finished the gimmick. match. Yeah. But, I mean, unfortunately, you know, rest in peace, Animal. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Hawk. Yep. You know, Road Warriors, their team will never forget. And their, their memory is going to live long past them. Absolutely. In, in the hearts of, of wrestling fans everywhere. So, um, with any final words, you can send us out. It just, it sucks in your childhood. Like, memories just fade away. R.I.P., Joe. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone said everything. Yeah. Rest in peace, and peace out. See ya.